Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Ray Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome back to Hour 2 the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and Seattle Sports App. Coming to you live and on location from the Porta Everett in today's Salmon for Soldiers event that's uh, either edition number 12 or 13. Of course, Randy Shelton, the uh, kind of the founder of the feast here, is going to be joining us to tell us, you know, if it is 12 or 13. Great event. Porta Everett really wraps her arms around this event. We're talking feeding about 600 vets today and, and their caregivers. And thanks to the boating community here locally, I mean, 100 boats? 99 boats. 99 boats yeah. taken out. 300 vets? 300 plus vets. Yeah. yeah. And, and it all happens today at Port Everett. And, and thanks again to Port Everett and Bayside Marine and, and, and Kitsap. Harbor Marine. Harbor Marine. Kitsap Marine. Donated yeah. a boat we're looking at right here. Sandwich for Soldiers logo. Just so much cool stuff. Equally amount of cool stuff going on on the Columbia River right now, too. Our dear friend, Eric Lindy, one of my favorite people. Of course, we get to hang out with Eric down at Fish Camp in Astoria. Good morning, E.P. Lindy. Good morning, buddy. Hey, what's up, Eric? Hey, good morning, you guys. Good to talk to you. Are you are you are you sitting on the kicker motor right now? What do you what do you got going on, man? No, I don't. I'm staying in my front room. I'm off today. I'm back Love out. It. I've been all week. I'm I'm back out of tomorrow. I just had a break in my schedule today. All right. Well, talk, talk talk to us a little bit about what's going on down there. Um, you know, the fishing's been pretty dang good. Uh, what what have you been doing to get those fish down there? Uh, you know, so uh, we were above Bonneville Dam, and then, of course, they reopened a small portion of the Columbia down here below below Bonneville. That's where I've been recently. And in both places, it's been a pro troll, and either I'm using, you know, three-and-a-half spinners or, or super baits. And uh, yesterday, last two days, has been all spinners down below Bonneville. I, I ran some super baits. They didn't seem to get been as good as the spinners, and... Actually, it's just been fast and furious fishing. It's been it's been really good. I mean, spectacular. Well, with when the numbers are around between twenty and thirty thousand fish going over Bonneville, it's hard to miss them. But uh, it was really good fishing. Are you how much lead are you running on those things to get them down? And and are you hovering with them, or are you right down on the on the deck with those things, buddy? So, so what, what I'm doing is running sixteen ounces of lead. Uh, with your main, with your lead just on a slider right on the main line, then that bumps up against your swivel, and then I'm running like a 50-pound, 24-inch long bumper to my Pro Troll, and then uh, my spinners are tied. At, I've settled on 22 inches, and i got to nice. be honest with you, they're that size, so they fit on my fishing boards. You know, those <laughs> my leaders. So I, so that the swivel fits in there just perfect. But but uh, that and I'm running 40-pound leaders, uh, and I'm tying my spinners right on my right on my leader. So I tie a I tie a number two uh, treble on there, put my hook tubing down the down the line, and then my beads right on right on the leader. We're not using like wire spinners. We're we're building the spinner right on the leader. So then, you know when, uh, for go ahead go ahead. So when we're down there. Uh, fish in the lower Columbia, you know, we're focusing on like different parts of the river based on, on what the tide's doing. 
up there, is it is it primarily like a, a morning bite, and then does it slow down, or what's happening up there? So when you're fishing up like at the mouth of the white salmon and the Deschutes, and, and uh, then we were also at Cascade Lock, and actually it kind of changes, but on the, at the mouth of the river, you're making passes through there, um, the cold water's coming out of out of there. They do it at Drano. They do it at the White Salmon. You've got a you've got a cold water contingent in the, in the warm Columbia River, so the fish kind of hang there. And yes, it's a it's definitely a morning show in all those places. Um, like the last two days, below Bonneville, it it's just madhouse for the first hour hour and a half. You know, I mean, literally the first day when it opened, those fish hadn't seen lures and all all the way up there. You know, all the way to Bonneville. And uh, we were putting them out, and it was literally doubles and triples. And you had, you had, um, you had uh, jacks and silvers and kind of a, a mix of everything, along with nice, really nice chinooks. The tule salmon have kind of moved out of there, and most of these fish are now nice, bright upriver fish that uh, they have just cut beautifully. And so it'll go really hard and fast in the morning for an hour and a half or so, and then it slows down. And then you just kind of keep going along and you're picking them off. And uh, there's been enough fish around to where even after the, the hot bite in the morning, they just kind of keep plinking them off after that. So usually you can get it done by, you know, 8, 9, 10 o'clock in the morning. Eric Lindy of LindySportFishing.com joining us this morning. Why are those jack counts got you so fired up, Eric? Well, I mean, I always keep an eye on them because it's a, a predictor of the following year's run. You know, those fish are coming in a – uh, uh, a year after only a year in the salt and, and, uh, or what, and, and so the next year's run is predicted a lot of times on that jack count and the jack count in the fall tends to be a little bit more accurate than say the spring jack count. It, it doesn't, the, the jacks in the spring don't, don't equate it out the same way as they do in the fall, but it's kind of followed true to pattern. We're looking like we got a, another great run next year. If you go by the jacks, they figure, I think they figure 10%, of the run is in jacks forecast a great run for next year. And I believe we're well over that right now. Yeah. Every single Chinook run that we track that we're looking at has come in well over forecast. You track all the Chinook runs. That's all I, that's all he does. And well, and, and Rob (laughs) Ensley's home, Rob Ensley, trust me, Rob Ensley's home stream, Whatcom Creek opens up. Right. He can't, he can't wait. Downtown Bellingham. That's it. It's time to, time to jig the Creek for sure. So, so Eric now, so this has been a great fishery for you, but uh, what, what's going to go on maybe next week is you're going to slide on back down to Astoria, you know, the beloved buoy area and uh, that thing should absolutely be infested with coho yeah i would think you know i think there's i don't quote me on this but i believe there's already like sixty thousand coho over bonneville and the numbers are it's, it's seventy nine thousand. i checked this morning <laughs> well I'm a, I'm a couple days behind i run a little late on my information so i appreciate the update but i mean that's a pretty big number for us and the, I was just talking with Cameron Black uh, yesterday at the boat ramp, and he says that the, the the B run of this is contingent is supposed to be the the big part of it. So it'll be interesting to see what as as we get closer to the first October how that all pans out. But I was talking to guys out in the ocean and out deep. There's still a lot of I mean three four hundred feet off the mouth of the Columbia River. There's still a ton of fish out there. They're they're having no trouble catching them there and Garibaldi. So it'll be and with really the amount what, of feed. On outside the mouth of the Columbia, these coho are not your early August coho. They're not your mid-August coho. These guys 
have had another six weeks of feeding. Pack on the weight. So many yeah. people don't oh, understand I, that I, coho salmon can double their body size in their last four months of life. So you're going to see coho down in that middle river. You're going to see teeners. Oh, there's no question. I mean, we're already we are, we're already seeing them up here at Bonneville, and I caught a beauty uh, up up above Bonneville at Cascade Locks the other day. I mean, just a tank, you know, twelve fourteen pound fish, wild of course, but um, anyway, it was they're just gorgeous to see and in just great shape. So, so when you great move shape. back down there, Eric, what what's the program? Do you are you going to run spinners? Because that that's really effective for coho down there or or i know you love to to run bait so what what's your program once you move back down to the lower columbia well i'm going to do both but i'll tell you i'm running pro trolls and spinners and uh we've done really well down there it's basically the same rigs i'm running up here i may run a little longer leader because we run a chunk of herring on the we run a single hook with a chunk of herring on there sometimes two hooks back to back you know like two three odds tied one on top of another and then on the top hook we put a just a chunk of herring on there with a then a pink uh hoochie and like three beads and a spinner blade and that, that that's throwing everything at them a hoochie a spinner yeah, a chunk yeah, of herring I, I, i'm telling you it, it, last year it was the the killer and i used it down here already this year and it uh once they close that down and it and it works good we we caught a lot of fish on it and that white blade with a pink dot, it it's it's really works good down there. That little three and a half Colorado, it's a white blade. What's with a the pink secret dot on it. guide pro name for that? The red dot. Is that the one eye? Is that the what is it? <laughs> That's the old pink eye. The, the old pink eye. The old pink eye. The pink eye stink. I got the stink eye from Esley because it's a pink eye blade. Uh, so your your other venture is easy anchor products, right? Easy yeah, anchor yeah, products. Easy marine. Easy marine dot com. Easy marine. So anchoring is an absolute skill and it's a vital piece of safety equipment on your boat. And you specialize in whether it's offshore or in the river. So uh, I know that that keeps you busy from time to time. But as, as we roll into that season again, come springtime, anchoring for halibut has become so absolutely popular and effective for local anglers. And you hooked me up with one of your new buoy systems that I used all summer up, uh, up in Southeast Alaska. So that, that's something we need to dig in next time. But what's your website for that, 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 that deal? Easy Marine. It's EasyMarine.com, and gotcha. uh, and there I I actually don't have that on the website yet, but it'll be there this winter. We're putting it all all together, and we'll have those ready to go this year. Well, get a hold of Ensley. He's our webmaster. Of course, he can only work on your website. Uh, there's from, about two weeks in the middle of weeks. winter to actually do any work. <laughs> yeah. so, why don't you go ahead and get on the calendar, and I might get to you maybe in 2027. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying. Uh, more truth to that than you know, buddy. All right, Eric Lindy, my friend, you keep in touch, and uh, and, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank, Thank you, Eric. Thanks, Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. You bet, dude. <laughs> so, LindySportFishing.com, if you get a chance, to get on this guy's boat you are going to not only laugh oh, he's a great you have guy, cheap cramps he's gonna feed yep. you he he's he's yeah. just an absolute one of my top of the list for dude, the columbia for river sure, yeah. for sure professional yeah everything yeah, he's, the, he does. he's the best uh in stark contrast to me which you know are just kind of a, an angry amateur is what the what the deal hey, is we there. did we did pretty well down there with all those professionals we went down there and 
and uh, and caught plenty of Chinook this year and, and did Southeast pretty well. Southeast Alaska was weird, dude. We hooked more Chinook in in our mm-hmm. in in our two weeks down there than we did in 35 days. I'm excited about this jack count for next Me year too. from Southeast all the way down the coast, man. Yeah. It's going to provide a lot of opportunity. Yeah, so. no doubt about it. Yep. We have an opportunity to do the critically acclaimed award-winning Northwest Outdoor Report next here in the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station, and Seattle Sports app. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Les Schwab Tires, taking your safety seriously for over 70 years. Following today's Salmon for Soldiers event, the biggest salmon derby on the West Coast, the Everett Coho Derby.com on the weekend of September 24th, out of the Port of Everett, and it appears both events are very well-timed. Coho catches around the sound have definitely perked up with bigger coho and near-limit action reported south of the Marine Area 910 line, roughly landmarked by those Edmonds-Kingston ferry lines. This is going to be a busy area today, so try to get to the edge of the fleet and keep dropping your gear down as that sun gets higher in the sky. Red or pink dinchuchis and small spoons are going to get bit, but small anchovies or herring and hoods will bring the most strike. Downside to bait is the fact you got to play constant attention to your rod tips as the slightest shaker strike will require resetting that gear. Here's your chance to save 10 bucks by sitting at the computer for a couple of minutes. If you purchase a 2002 Summer Puget Sound Crab Catch Record card, you need to submit a report by October 1st, even if you didn't catch any crab. There are two ways to submit, either online through the wild system or by mailing your Summer Crab Catch Record card postmarked by October 1st to the WDFW Catch Record Card Unit in Olympia. Failure to report results in a $10 penalty added to the purchase of your next crab, crab catch record card. Catch card data is a major component of WDFW's postseason analysis to determine when sport anglers might get a winter season. The word from Nellie's Vast Fisheries Management Network is that recreational crabbers might get another crack at crab sometime between October and December. The recreational razor clam season originally scheduled that began on September 22nd through the 26th on the coastal beaches is postponed until further notice. Test results on razor clams indicate demoic acid levels have exceeded the state health guidelines. Demoic acid is a natural toxin produced by certain types of marine algae. can be harmful or fatal if consumed in sufficient quantities. WDFW shellfish staff will continue to regular, regularly dig test samples of razor clams to monitor the situation. WDFW will announce f- future digging opportunities when marine toxin tests show it is safe. Razor clam digging is, is an amazing economic benefit for the small coastal communities who rely on the opportunities during the lean tourist times in autumn and winter. During the 2021-22 season, the 3.3 million razor clams harvested over nearly half a million digger trips were worth a record $71.7 million to the local economies. Fall marks the start of hunting season for deer, elk, waterfowl, and upland game birds in many parts of Washington. To help hunters have a successful season, WDFW has released its annual hunting prospects which provide guidance, hunting information for each district. WDFW District Bios write these popular reports get an in-depth look at what field conditions should look like this year. These prospects have a lot of useful information that can help brand new and experienced hunters as well. Recent surveys indicate 2022 should be another good hunting year to find those prospects at wdfw.wa.gov slash hunting. King Salmon have returned to Walken Creek Woo-hoo! Hatchery in downtown Woo-hoo-hoo! Bellingham in harvestable numbers, and WDFW is giving anglers a chance to catch them. The fishery is open Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays only with a daily limit of one hatchery Chinook. There's a night closure and anti-snagging rule in effect. This is a productive, popular, and often crowded fishery. Please bring your best banners and a garbage bag so you can pack out what you pack in. And don't forget to mark the correct catch record card code of 884 when you conk 
that Walker Creek <laughs> King Salmon You're, on the head. He's so fired up over this. <laughs> the weekend of September 23rd through the 25th brings the 31st edition of the largest multi-dealer RV show to Monroe's Fairgrounds. Roy Robinson RV is offering huge savings on the new or used RV you've been dreaming of. The perfect show for the traveler, sportsman, or outdoor enthusiast, the Washington State Evergreen Fall RV Show will, fe- will feature show-only pricing on hundreds of new and used RVs, shot between two full buildings with over 200,000 square feet of RVs on display. That's September 23rd through the 25th at Monroe's Evergreen State Fairgrounds. For more information, hit evergreenfallrvshow.com. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Find the best in tires, brakes, wheels, batteries, shocks, struts, and more at LesSchwab.com. So not only you got that RV show next weekend, you got the Everett Coho Derby, but then next weekend's also when the Seattle Rifle Pistol Club, that's um, Seattle, SRPA.org, has their annual hunter site in. You want to talk about some really experienced guys out there help you set up. They'll spot you. You can shoot 100 yards out there. You can shoot 50 or 100. This is a great way to get that new shooting iron ears on the paper with a lot of help. So go to srpa.org. It's it's next Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 3, and actually the next three weekends, 15 bucks per shooter. Okay? Tell you what, paper targets are provided. And, uh, again, to have somebody out there, they've, they've got so many ex-military guys that are, that are uh, RSAs or, or range safety guys, RSOs, range safety officers. It's a great, safe way to get your, uh, get your rig dialed in. Check and a out. killer facility. Oh, dude. Amazing. Yeah, there's well, a... now's the time to hit all the ranges because yep. it gets really busy as we approach the opener, you know. So get, get out there right away while you still got, you know, some space in there because you can show up and you might wait a little while for a table at some of these places coming up here. So get out right now and get it done. We've got yeah. decent weather for shooting and get that sucker dialed in. Yeah, lots of stuff to do next weekend, man. You got that RV show in Monroe. You got the Everco Derby. Get your uh, Hunter Sight-In days there. That's I think, RPA.org. I think Monday is the uh, the 65 and older on the our, our Western Washington oh, Pheasant. Oh, today today's Youth Pheasant? Yep. Ooh. And, and next yeah. weekend's Youth Waterfowl. Yeah. Yeah. And then the weekend after that is Eastern Washington Youth Waterfowl. Senio calls me last night and he goes, you gotta, man, we're gonna I, find a kid. I wish I had a kid <laughs> to take pheasant hunting. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming home. He's like, God, I can't wait to shoot a pheasant. <laughs> you are so screwed up. He shot like 80 pheasants last year. Oh, my God. Well, that, the whole freezer's so, full of pheasants. So he's up in Alaska working, and the the night he gets home, he calls me. He goes, hey, wh- what's going on out at Tulalip? Are there, there's still Chinook out there? And I'm like, Didn't you, are you, did you just get home? No doubt. Yeah. Dude, it was a consistent year at the bubble. It's it's. It I know. Hilarious. I was getting all the pictures from you guys. Oh, to- yeah. You had a great summer here. Tobek lost a crank yeah. next to the boat, yeah. too, man. He just, for some reason, decided to walk in the cabin while this while Joey's trying to net him. You know, it was just it was a, it was the dumbest thing. He, he's in Europe right now, so we can give him crap. He's in Rome. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's Rome. I know, in but, but yeah. can yeah. you imagine Tobek no. in Rome? No, I can't. Like what? Can you imagine he's those in Rome? Can you imagine those Italian guys looking at Sonia and him wanting to punch every single one of them? Yeah. The, the cantankerous cougar strikes again. All right, a not so cantankerous. Randy Shelton of Salmon for Soldiers coming to you live and on location today from the Port Everett and the site of the 12th or 13th uh, Salmon for Soldiers. Randy Shelton's going to tell us which one of those numbers is correct and what's going to go down here at the port ever right here on the outdoor line seattle sports station 710 the seattle sports app get in sit down hold on and listen up 
You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Welcome to the wheelhouse here on 710 Seattle Sports Outdoor Line right here. And welcome to welcome to story time on the outdoor line. And one of the greatest stories uh, that I know and one of the better storytellers, one of the greatest storytellers, as a matter of fact, with regard to the Salmon for Soldiers event is Randy Shelton. And Randy and Robbo, this this thing was uh, your your brainchild. I don't, I don't and and uh, I'm gonna let you tell the story. How how this thing come about? I think I was mowing the lawn. Randy walked over. Ideas happen. Brought me a cold libation and said, "Hey, let's (laughs) talk about taking some veterans fishing." You know, and I mentioned this earlier when Jeff Lalone was in here with us from Bayside Marine. It's like you know, Randy. Randy was just talking about maybe jumping on the jet boat and taking a couple guys out. I'm like, I think we might be able to do a little better than that. So I made a couple phone calls and and. I tell you what, Jeff and, and uh, Lauren Bivens over at Harbor Marine, they didn't even hesitate for a one millisecond. They were all over it. And uh, like I mentioned earlier in the show, they called the Port Everett. Boom, they were in. And uh, called Randy. He's like, uh, Randy, I mean, Randy retired at the time. I was like, Randy, I think I just found you a new job for the next 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's been 10 years, right? Randy, you just you just clarified that a minute ago. It has been. Uh, 10 years, man, with Sanford Soldiers. And without you and Penny and the board of directors, uh, this, this would have gone nowhere you guys work year round to make this happen and not only this event which is one of the largest veteran fishing events on the west coast but also all the little spin-off events we call them one-off uh, fishing trips that go on all over the place uh sanford soldiers books the best guides at the best times on the best fisheries in the northwest and alaska and you send veterans all over to the tune of gosh four five hundred veterans a year going out i mean in, pretty in- close to it in the last two years, we've taken out over 1,200. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. amazing. And then the sponsors that get behind this, uh, I mean, uh, it doesn't take much, especially in this area. We've, we've got a lot of military here in this area. A couple a couple phone calls, all it takes, and boom, folks are it, on. And it's an easy sell. It's, sell, it right? is. It's like, hey, want to yeah. take some vets fishing? Around heck, here, heck people yeah. are people are thankful for all the veterans that we have around here. And, and uh, Randy, I know how much work it takes to put this event together. And, and uh, the first thing I said when I saw you, man, I was like, "Man, how you doing?" Yeah. I know you're, <laughs> I know you're tired, but it's all worth it, isn't it? It is worth it. it. It is worth it. We we need to go shoulder to shoulder with our veteran community. They're yeah. on the watch yeah. while we're living our life. Yeah. And if we can't give our best, how can we expect the best out of them? Yeah. We need to give our best. And, and it's a better day coming home now than it was in the 70s. And we know what that. We don't need to talk about that. We can just have a better day today. Yeah. This is an alive day. Yeah. This is where they can be alive. This is where they can learn something. And it's the relationship building. And Salmon for Soldiers has nothing to do with fishing in the end. Right. That's not it. That's mm-hmm. just a medium to get them there. Yeah. It's people like you that have supported this from the very beginning. And and if we can get them out on the water and teach them something, they're shoulder to shoulder with somebody that's going to be their friend, that's going to be in their wheelhouse, that's going to help them do this and, and survive some of the challenges that they have. Build a community. It's exactly what people, it is. You know? It's exactly what Bring it is. Bring them back. Give, give them something to look forward to and, and meet new friends. You know, And, and um, I love everything about it. I'm all I'm all in, Randy. You know that. Oh, I and, and I appreciate that. And and we're going to give everything we have. We're going to leave it all on the field. That's what we do. We're not here to come in second place as a country. We're not here to come in second place as a military. And as civilians, we are not going to come in second place. We're going to win this game. We're going to keep people alive. And we're going to do what we can just just to be there for them. To that to that point, Randy. Why is the number 22 significant in discussing our military? We lose too many people. We do. We do. One is too many. 
And I don't know if that number is always steady at 22. But it stands for something. It stands for something really powerful. We lost another soldier the other day, and, and that's really hard to talk about. And, and it's unacceptable to me. It, what did we miss? What could we have done to make that happen in a, in a more positive outcome? I don't know. But I'll tell you what, there's a bunch of them out on the water yeah. that are in that very same vulnerable position right now that we brought intentionally out here right. to hopefully make a difference in their life. That's powerful. And, and, and the number 22, to just to put a finer point on it, is the amount of these vets that check out, man. And, and, and it's a daily deal. It is and, a daily and, deal. And, and, and as a country, we need to do a better job financially from a, from a medical standpoint, from an access to health, mental health services. Yes. Because, you know, we these people come back, and again, we say it, with, with either physical or mental, mental challenges. Sure. And, and, and we owe these people for, for standing and defending this nation. And we just don't do enough for them we, as, as a country. We, we don't. We don't. But in part of what we do in SAM for Soldiers is hopefully we're filling a little bit of a gap to, to help make a bit of a difference. But if our military doesn't want to help and work with uh, the VA and, and help these veterans when they come home, we'll stop making them. Yeah. yeah. Stop making them. Yeah. And, and there's, there's no sense in, in, in having any lapse of service for these folks. There's just absolutely not. We'll do what we can, and it, we don't do the psychology. We don't do the medical part. We don't, but we know how to get them to other resources too. So we can kind of be a, a clearinghouse, if you will. And if somebody has a need, we we know hopefully where we can plug them in. And it wasn't until that you know I met you and started working with you that I I really learned of the need in, in this community for this, and 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 also the way you put it was, look, these these veterans. They're trained with these skills and with their team and with this equipment, and so they have a purpose, and that's what they do. And then when they separate from service, that purpose and that team and that gear is gone. And so what is their gateway into society back in? back? How do you get them to come home? And fishermen, man... Dude, we got a team. We got gear. We're going. We have a car. Oh, we're looking purpose. for another excuse. To yeah, get out there. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, Kathy, oh. I got to go fishing again today. Yeah, right. You know, right. but but it, it and 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 you you coined the phrase. Thank you for your service. Welcome home. And welcome home. Welcome home. Absolutely. I, the, the most powerful thing you can say so, to somebody is, we know that their service is is hard. We know that their sacrifice is hard. We know that the outside injuries are pretty obvious. The inside ones are pretty hidden. It's the moral injury sure. that's really hard. But the welcome home, yeah. that is the most powerful thing you can say to a veteran and, and mean it. Yeah. And and this is how we can show it. Yeah. And this does not happen. Unless we have a hundred private boat owners, think about that. Think about that. There's a hundred guys out here that are happy to do it, and you end up with a waiting list. They're yeah. giving their gas, their time, yeah. their gear, their expertise to take these vets out. Right. I mean, you cannot have a more meaningful day. I don't care if you catch a 50-pound king and a 25-pound coho. You cannot have a more meaningful day than spending it with one of these guys on your boat. No. You can't. It ain't going to happen. And you know, a really fun part of that is that the best of the best fishermen and women out There's there. No question. Uh, no oh, question. Because I, I was looking for a couple of boats, and, and one of the, the other people that was fishing, he said, well, I think you've got every guide from down Dude. out of Tacoma to Bellingham and beyond. I mean, there's guys from the coast. They pull yeah. I mean, you know, I, if, if from the Columbia. It's crazy. Some the of the best of serious sticks. Not only that, but then, then you get to the barbecue. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's just over the top. <laughs> Jim and Amy Desson are over there right yeah. now. Yes, I they can are. I smoke rolling out of there right now. Dude, I mean, this, the, this is not ballpark Franks in a can of beans, no, dude. No. There's no beanie it's weenie game going on, on here, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. No, we've got a competition job. barbecue team that oh, yeah. we'll put up against anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jim and Amy absolutely <laughs> do a stellar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, With, without a doubt. And uh, but, but a shout out to my wife, Penny, oh, yeah. and her team of volunteers. I'm the luckiest guy in in the world. Yeah. I really am. And we've got such a great team of volunteers over there. And, and, and if, if you want to be a good leader in this life, be a good servant. Start with that. You got to have a servant's heart. dude. You got to look for work and, and so, do it joyfully. And we're all, we're all serving. Yeah. All of us are serving. And, and I'm most appreciative that you guys have been a support all these years. And Tom, when you stood up there that first year and said, "We'll see you next year," I just was, "What in the well, heck is happening?" Well, we had no idea. Here? We had no idea. We we thought, "Is this a one-off deal?" You know, I had no, uh, you know, and and Ensley grabbed me by the back of the neck and threw me and said, "I'm not asking. You're doing this, right?" And I go, "Well, okay. Well, what is it? You know, what what is the freaking deal?" And and then and then Jeff Lalone, who opened up his business, yes. and opened, we had it in the parking lot right out here. And at the end of it, Jeff and I, I mean, we're fighting. I'm fighting back tears just just sitting here talking to you right now. But but Jeff and I were at the end of it. We were so touched, like, what in the hell just happened? I know. What happened here? What happened here? And and we and we felt so positive. But there's no question. Whatever happened here, it's going to happen again. And we're going to do a better job. We have 25 boats that first year. About that, and then and then fifty, yeah, and then a hundred, yeah, and then the following year, three hundred vets at all fifty states were represented, yeah, and then wow. it, it just we, we had a you we could had a, not have stood here on that first year ten years ago and foresaw what this has become. No, 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 you can't. But what you can do is this: however it is presented to you, you just do your best. Do your best. Do your best. Yeah. That's that's all it is. You can't step up to those that have defended this nation. That right. What what inspires you? Right. What moves you? What's more important? Right. I never thought serving back in the seventies, I'd be sitting in a chair today, and and see this much support for our military because we didn't have that back then. I mean that's okay, but we're not there anymore. We're here, and that's what's important. We're here. We're doing what we're doing now, and the support is fabulous for these veterans, and they're out there just with a smile, and they're bonking fish. Dude, there's a right. pile of coal out it, there. It the is, pictures are coming in, dude, listen, yeah. right? The phones are it's buzzing here. It's the best here. coal run I've seen in a decade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's solid. Is, isn't, And isn't that amazing? It, it is solid. It, it, it's amazing that today, September 17th, is Constitution Day. It is it's Constitution Day. It's for soldiers. Day. It's a 10-year anniversary, and it's the best coal run in a decade. Oh, and I'm just, I'm I'm so thrilled. Yeah. I, I, I thank you all so much, and, and, and we're still always and will be indebted to our veteran community. Without and, a question. And we're, we're here to serve and and, and, and I, it's an honor to do so it is an honor to do so and all I, all i have to say is thank you for your service and welcome home amen randy well thank you so much buddy thank thanks you. for your leadership too yeah. you and without, Penny, question, without you uh, without just, your leadership none of this wouldn't happens be here, so. none of this yeah. happens yeah. that is, that is a well-oiled yeah. machine you have over there oh man <laughs> it's amazing all the way down to the deckhands out yeah. on water to yeah. the barbecue yeah. pit crew over there and i mean everything's awesome yeah. but nicole's bringing the kids up today she wanted the kids to see all this and see what's going down oh i get to see the oh yeah no candy no candy Come on. Sorry. The, the, the little one likes uh, Skittles. Oh. Big bag of Skittles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you, buddy. And we'll see thank you in a little you. bit, huh? Grazie mille. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, Appreciate it. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. All right. Coming up next, the hottest report. We heard all, all week in the techniques you need to succeed. It's RoeRobinson.com's Really? Where? And it's next here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station, Seattle Sports App. No way. you got to be kidding me. Really? Where? It's going back. 
the island of Tinian Delady. Where'd you get him, man? No way. You, you gotta tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Ocean Journey Red. Hey, man, can you tell me where you got him? I'll never put on a nice jacket again. Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's Really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? It's time for you to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the entire Pacific Northwest, RoyRobinsonRV.com, their all-new RV center at Smoky Point. You're going to find a complete selection of Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, Travel Trailers, Fifth Wheelers, Tar Haulers, Pop-Ups, Campers, and so much more. Go check that out at RoyRobinsonRV, RoyRobinsonRV.com. Really, where this week has got to be right here Dude. in uh, Nelly's home port of Everett and the Samurai Soldiers event and the amazing coho fishing going on out there right now. I was still in Southeast. Oh, I don't know, it must have been two weeks ago, and you, Joe, you sent me a video of of coho breezing on possession as they were Is that what you in. call it, breezing? It's like a tuna breeze offshore, yeah. where yeah. they're just, you know, they're, they're just all over the surface I, I, everywhere. Was, I'd never seen that before. Yeah, it and was, I was like, yeah, we were experiencing the same thing up there, just tuna boiling on the surface. I'm like, wow, they're pushing right into Puget Sound, and, and they're still coming. And it was funny, because we talked to Coleman, and he talked about frothing, the tuna frothing out there. Yeah. And, and neither Joey and I had ever experienced this. If you've ever walked on a sandy beach, and there were sand fleas just kind of popping up, we were running by the boat next to the well sitting we were fishing next to this rip and all of a sudden these little tiny brine shrimp just started popping out of the freaking water and then and then we marked a whole bunch of bait and then here's a school of co- i mean it was a magical moment on on puget sound yeah well that, that was the beginning of it it yes. had been dead slow up until then and yes. boom, you guys were out there they're pushing on the west side of the bar it, and now here we are a couple weeks later and it's it's hammer time if you can picture Nelly and I standing on the starboard side together, and like, our did you guys arms, like hold hands? We were just alone. arms around each we other, were, just watching we this alone. magical <laughs> moment. Yeah. It was yeah, just the two so of us weird. on the boat. And then you have a little cigarette afterwards, <laughs> like a little. Uh, uh, Nelly, I'm sorry. <laughs> was, was that was that coho good for you so too? Yeah, no question. Do you go? All right, okay. Hey, if you can't get fired up about fishing, if you can't get fired up about fishing for, with salmon for soldiers, veterans today, what what can you get fired up about? We talked about it last segment with Randy Shelton, how this is the tenth edition of this event, the best coho run that I've seen in a decade, and and just great weather today too. But uh, it's going to be calm enough that that I hope we can go out there and find a rep. We we, we give the fleet a two-hour head start here, and we're going to rock and roll out there, and we've been collecting a lot of info. we got a couple uh, of vets waiting right out here. Oh, for yeah. One of them is Brandon Jones that fished with me in Alaska oh, a little while cool. ago, and yeah. just love that guy, man. He's going to jump on with us here in a little bit. If you ever need a bodyguard, too, Brandon, be this a guy's a monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, big old bear paws on him, yeah. man. So. Yeah, and he's got a story, too. Oh, they oh, all yeah. do. They oh, all yeah. do. So, yeah, we're going to have a good time. I uh, can't thank the Port Everett enough for stepping up, helping us out with this event, as they have for a decade. Can't thank Bayside Marine enough. Can't thank Lauren Bivens and Harbor Marine enough. I, I mean, it's just, it's a huge and event. And the hundreds of volunteers oh, that gosh, it takes to dude. put this all together. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, what a, what a great what a great event. And, again, we just had Randy Shelton in here, and I thanked him for his leadership, him and Penny. They never stop. No. They mm-hmm. never, no. ever, ever stop. It's a year-round commitment. And, uh, you know, I don't see him. I don't see him hanging it up anytime soon. No. Uh, a lot of passion well, there and, yeah. and, and a lot of drive and, and a, just a, a lot of will there to just give back, you know. So. All right. So you're going to send somebody out here. A lot of these guys, this is their first day on the fishery. Some some of them uh, came up last night and started monkeying around a little bit. If you're telling somebody, if you're telling somebody how to get on the coho, leaving the port of Everett today, what's Joey Pyburn's three points of emphasis? Three points. Well, you know, that 910 line has been so good and, and the fact that we can keep 
anything down there, True. hatchery or wild. Uh, I would say head for area 10. Um, you know, anywhere from the oil docks south to that weather buoy and then running the line back and forth from Kingston. That would be number one. Get down there. Get down there quick. Uh, that first first light bite, yep. you don't want to miss it. No, you don't. If you miss that first light bite, it's going to get tougher and tougher as the day goes on to put fish in the box. Yesterday, we put four in a boat just about as fast as you could get gear down. And then when the light fully came up, where'd they go? And so at that point, it was kind of a plan B type deal. Hey, let's pick up, let's move, let's start that. And there's something about creating a service disturbance with your boat too, because you put that down and you, that big freaking drop. And then all of a sudden, you know, they look up and, oh, what's up here? You know, some bubbles and stuff, you know, we got a Cheryl prop bite. <laughs> well, and so, so, so listen, here's the other thing. If you're not getting bit, change directions, yeah. change speed, change depths. Uh, you you were running the cannon. What's it called? What's the what's it cycle called? mode? Cycle mode. They can't stand so, it. They cannot so you can, stand it. You can it. run it yeah. down to 50 feet and bring it up to 25, mm -hmm. and and it goes up and down. You can set the the depth you want and the time. Every call in, I caught uh, interval time was, was on the move. And uh, every like one I caught was on the move. The best tip given out this morning here was from Joe earlier in the in, in the show about crossing the current. Yeah. Maybe diagonally across yeah. the current because they're coming down a lane. Yeah. So if you just troll. All the way straight down the current, you're kind of like, yeah, you're kind, you might be missing out a little bit. But if you're crossing that sucker, uh, you're going to run into yeah. something eventually, and then, then you know, okay, this is the lane. Yeah, this, you can stay this on. is not Chinook fishing. We're not fishing no. structure. No. We're not fishing the bottom. Fish you're fishing in 500 lanes. feet of you're water out there. Lanes. Yep, you're, sure. you're yeah. fi fishing those travel lanes. So if you jump, we missed them. We we jumped in we uh, to the west bar, and we just started going with it. Guys were getting them. And sometimes that works. We were just not in the yeah, lane. Right. Yeah. right? The other so, thing, too, the other solid tip is look for rips. If you can find that rip, bingo. if it boils up next to you, stay on that rip. Yeah. And don't cross it. Go down the edge of it. Edge yeah. of it. When you cross it, you're going to get eelgrass and all kinds of stuff on your, on, your, on your gear. Run down the edge of it and try to stay on that rip because they will be somewhere right close to that if rip. If you can't see any fish on your sounder and you can't see a rip with your eyeballs, move. Go find them, and they're, they're going to bite. And my strategy would be different for the Everett Coho Derby than it would be for today's, for today's Salmon for Soldiers because of the fact that the three biggest coho we've caught this year have been hatchery fish. I would think about the North Area End of Admiralty Inlet. I would think about the Skagit. I'd think about the mm -hmm. Stilly. I'd think about the Snohomish if we get an opener, and I believe that that could that could happen. Stay tuned for that this week. I'll give the Outdoor Line a follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram to maybe uh, you know look for that. That that definitely, definitely could happen. I heard of a pretty good little snap that went off in 8-2. Oh, I don't doubt it. And here's the thing. Everybody's been running down to 10 because yeah. they want to keep a fish. They don't want to have to weed it's, through 25 to, get a, to right. get a hatchery fish. A few guys have been slipping up. Oh, oh, yeah. We saw somebody. I go, huh, what's he doing? <laughs> he's he's going, going the wrong way, <laughs> heading north. Um, but so, so there's some fish up there. Uh, definitely some, some fish and not a lot of people. So you got some elbow room. Well, I'm coming in yesterday. You know, we, we see a gillnet just out there off the jetty. Mm -hmm. You know, those things cl cl cruise close to shore at times, too. But my, my issue with fishing in any proximity close to structure, if you're out there, there's going to be dogfish dog all fish. over Possession Bar. There's going to be mm -hmm. dogfish on, on a lot of the banks. But, you know, if, if you think next weekend in particular, in terms of Lagoon Point, in terms of, of Double Bluff out in the deep water, you know, in terms of, of, of Skunk Bay and being off in those channels as well, again, 
Look for surface disturbances. Look for rips. Look for birds. How many birds? When we had that five, there was five thousand birds out there. I've never, mass- I have dude. never seen that many seagulls just sitting, just spread across, just sitting on the water. Waiting and I was for like, something to yeah. happen. Well, yeah. well, they were, they're just picking at those little brines. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was interesting, dude. Good having you back, man. The show went by in a flash. Uh, likewise, yeah. It's been. A, it seems like the summer went by in a flash. Just, did, just you know, yesterday I was leaving to go to Alaska, and boom, here we're back mm-hmm. again. So did I miss? Be back. When, where's the caribou meat? Did you bring it's some? It's in, in my cooler out it there. Is. I brought okay. some for you. Oh, you did. Damn. I don't know. It's different. <laughs> yeah. It's really lean. That's really, okay. really lean. Uh, but uh, yeah, I brought some steaks for you guys, and you oh, can you. take them home tonight and fry them up and see what awesome. you think. Oh, but, I thought I had them. I was going to pick on them a little bit. Anyway. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, trust me. Yeah. Where's mine? <laughs> Where's mine? Where's mine? But no, I brought you guys some steaks. Well, I just pushed up some yesterday. and, and uh, So you know, this has not even serious. been frozen. This is fresh from the mountaintops of Alaska. I just, I just got okay. it cold and threw it in, the, in one of the Yeti coolers, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have it for dinner. Tonight. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Thank Perfect. you, Rob. All right. Miss any of the show, jump on MyNorthwest.com. Hit the podcast outdoorline.com download that apple podcast app go us follow on social media at rob ensley at joey pyburn at the outdoor line on facebook twitter instagram for matt nelson putting up with our babble here uh from the remote uh port everett studios matt's back in seattle for rob ensley for joey pyburn i'm tom nelson this has been the outdoor line seattle sports station 710 and the seattle sports app